people, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a, an, the first edition, actually, of a seventh inning stretch. I'm your host, Logan Stone, and with me is my co-host. Uh, my name is Josh Edwards. Nice to meet you, Josh. Actually, we're just meeting now for the first time, so this is interesting. Great chemistry. Fun way goal. to go about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this MLB show that usually will come out on Mondays and Fridays, and then Wednesdays we talk about our Cardinal fan uh, fandom. Um, first, uh, before we get into our topic today, which is going to be going over the offseason that was, crazy enough as it was, um, let's uh, talk about you for a second. Uh, what got you into baseball? What got you into the Cardinals? What got you into everything? Well, um, being that I was born in St. Louis and born into a baseball and hockey family, um, it was kind of bred into me to be a Cardinals and a Blues fan. Um, so I'm, I'm diehard Cardinals, diehard Blues. Um, I spent the last 30 years in Indiana, so I've been surrounded by Cubs and Reds fans. Um, so that's been very interesting. Now, I never tested my loyalty, but um, – yeah, I love the Cardinals. Grew up playing baseball. I mean, I played till I was in high school and I had to make a choice between baseball and football. Um, I ended up playing football because I figured it was an easy way to get some money for college. Um, it worked out to my advantage. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just a big, big baseball fan. So happy the strike's over. I'm ready to get the season cooking. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was born and raised actually in Texas. Um, my dad's from St. Louis and he raised me right i i have no idea got into baseball like as much as i did but yeah it's one of my uh favorite things to do like i especially the last couple years i've gotten really into it just behind the scenes stuff on field stuff everything about it but uh yeah yeah we're excited to share our love for baseball with everyone out there and anyways uh let's uh get right into it so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about all 30 teams. Uh, going to talk about the year they had in 21, what they uh, are projected to have in 2022, uh, who they picked up, who they lost, uh, uh, their farm system, and things that we just want to talk about about the team itself. Um, so here it goes. Uh, first one, we're going to talk about the Baltimore Orioles. They had a 52-110 and 110 record in 2021. Uh, they're projected to have a 67-95 and 95, uh, season in 2022. Picked, uh, they picked up Rognid Odor, Jordan Lyles, Robinson, uh, Robinson Torinos. Uh, they made an offer to Carlos Correo, but uh, missed out. Uh, players that you should look out for, Ryan Mountcastle, John Means, Ramon Urias, Austin Hayes, and uh, Cedric Mullins is another one that you should really look out for. Uh, they have the best farm system in the MLB with uh, Adley Rushman, Grace, uh, who is the number two overall prospect, uh, Grayson Rodriguez, and Gunnar Henderson. Uh, they're not looking good for 2020. To, but uh, 2023, 2024, with some of the players that they have coming up and the players that they have now, they just look really fun. Uh, they're a team that I really 
I'm really excited to watch. Uh, what about you? You know, Baltimore is a team that um, seems like they're in a constant rebuild without knowing how to do a rebuild. <laughs> that, that, is, um, that is true. Um, so, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I don't pay a whole lot of attention to that team just because they're never in the fight. You know, I would love to see them regain the glory days of when, you know, Cal Ripken was there. Um, I just hope it happens in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I know they got a great farm system, like you said. Um, they should be excited in the upcoming years, but I think they're three or four years away from making an impact in the, the league, let alone the division. Um, I don't see much happening out of this year. I don't even know if they'll meet the expectations that uh, they're projected to make this year. Yeah, so you think uh, under on the 67-95 record? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would go under on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, Cedric Mullins, though, I mean, he's he's someone to watch. He was a switch hitter um, before the season, and then he decided to stop uh, hitting right-handed, and he went off. He uh, He went – and joined the 30 for 30 club or 30, uh, 30 club, which is 30 home runs and 30 stolen bases. But, uh, yeah, definitely keep an eye on him. Yeah. He'll uh, be the bright spot for them this year. Give their fans something to look forward to. Oh yeah. I, I even want to get a Cedric Mullins, shirt, uh, Jersey and they have a great, uh, park in Camden yards. It's a beautiful oh, yeah. classic too. Uh, number nine, the Pittsburgh pirates, uh, <laughs> their record in 2021, yeah, it was uh, 61 and 101, and are projected to have a 69 and 93 record. Nice. Uh, they lost uh, Colin Moran and a couple other guys to get Daniel Vogel back. Uh, seventh best farm system in MLB uh, with players like uh, Quinn Priester, who's uh, supposed to be coming up this year, O'Neill Cruz, uh, who needs to be coming up this year too. Uh, players that you should look out for, O'Neill Cruz, Key Brian Hayes, Cole Tucker, Brian Reynolds. Uh, Brian Reynolds is someone that they're trying to trade, actually, so that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, yeah, this team, they they had a stint where they were pretty good in 2013, and ever since they just – I mean, they're good once in a while, and then they just decide to rebuild on a whim. They never really fully – give in to their team it seems like uh but yeah whatever they're they're no. terrible yeah and pittsburgh like they constantly every few years they seem like they're on the cusp of making that breakthrough and becoming something to mess with in the central division and then they just strip it all down um yeah. they need to be more like the steelers and take some notes from the steelers <laughs> yeah. yeah they they just yeah i mean they had Andrew McCutcheon, they had Starling Marte, who they should have extended. Marte is making his way around his, uh, the league, being great. But uh, yeah, it's whatever. They're they're stupid. They're not going to be very good for much longer. So it's whatever, or they're not going to be good for a while. So, but uh, Quinn Priester and Key Brian Hayes and uh, really uh, like uh, I watched some of uh, who was the guy O'Neill Cruz. Uh, during spring training, and he he looks pretty good. Uh, so I, yeah, but definitely keep an eye out on that. Hopefully, they build a good team. Uh, number twenty eight, the Colorado Rockies, very confusing <laughs> franchise. Uh, Two thousand twenty one, they had a seventy four and eighty seven uh, record, and are projected to be sixty nine and ninety three. 
they lost Trevor Story, John Gray, Ramel uh, Tapia via trade. They got Randall, uh, Chris Bryant, Alex Colome, and uh, Rizzo. No, not they didn't get that guy. Uh, yeah, they got Chris Bryant to replace Nolan Arenado, and uh, oh, and they got uh, Razel Iglesias, and uh, they got Iglesias to replace Story. Uh, have the 24th ranked farm system. Uh, not really, they don't have anybody in the top 100 prospects. Uh, players to watch is Austin Gomber, CJ Crone, Randall Grichuk, Ryan McMahon, Connor Joe. Terrible batting average, but a great OPS o, uh, on base percentage and OPS plus. Um, I'll get into that in a second, but um. Uh, they refused to trade Trevor Story at the deadline and then lost him in free agency. They didn't seem to, uh, to have a real plan. Uh, they aren't playing smart, and they aren't really acting smart. I mean, they trade away Nolan Arenado in, like, probably probably the single worst trade I've ever seen, even though I'm a Cardinals fan in uh, Nolan Arenado and get, like, a bag of lint. But it's oh, very it weird. Horrible. Yeah, and like- – they paid us to take him, basically. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, it just it doesn't make sense at all. And it's, I mean, I'm glad that they got Chris Bryant for Chris Bryant. I think he's going to be traded in two years. Um, but they, I mean, they in 2017 they made the playoffs and they gave the Dodgers a run for their money, and then just decided to crap out on everything, and so. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Charlie Blackman out there, he's still a good player. I think Chris Bryant. I mean, he's got the World Series. He's been an MVP. I believe he was Rookie of the Year. Yes. Um, I mean, I think he just went for the bad cash money, and he's gonna be able to pad his batting stats. I mean, who wouldn't want to go hit in Colorado every single game they can in a year, that especially is, when you hit like he does. That um, is true. That is very true. So. I really think that's why Chris Bryant went there. I can't see any other reason why he would have signed in Colorado. Um, I understand Colorado wanting to get him. Completely understand that. But I don't understand why a player of his caliber, as much as I dislike him, being yeah. a Cardinals guy, I can't understand why he went there when he had better options. Um, I do like the addition of Randall Richick. Um, I think it fits his batting style. I mean, I don't know if it's going to help him on the defensive side being out there. Out there but um, – Again, I like kind of like Chris Bryant. I think it's going to go out there and it's going to help pad the stats a little bit, make him look a little bit better. Um, I would say the marker that they've got him set at is probably pretty close to where they're going to end up on the on the season. Yeah, yeah. The, it's I mean the rumor is that uh, Chris Bryant decided to go there because of uh, he just was trying to boost his numbers a little bit, um, kind of make a Hall of Fame case. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly the truth, but I mean, he's 30 years old. And so, I mean, and he signed a six year deal and I guess he's just planning on sticking there, staying there for a while, unless he just, or unless a better deal comes along and he gets traded, but whatever. Um, number 27, the Diamondbacks, they were 52 and 110 in two, uh, 2021 projected to have a 70 and 92, 2022. Um they add Zach Davies, Mark Melanson, Ian Kennedy, jo- uh, Jordan Lowe, uh, fourth best, best farm system in MLB. A um, couple of cool guys. Uh, 
number one guys, Alex Thomas and Corbin Carroll at 18 and 19 on the top 100. Uh, players to watch, Jordan Luplau, who I really think you should look out for, uh, Zach Gallen, uh, Merrill Keller Gilbert, and Jake McCarthy. Uh, they just gave uh, Cattell Marte a five-year extension, which is good. Means that they're planning for the future. Yeah, um, yeah. and uh, they're they're an interesting uh, franchise. They, uh, I don't know they 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 are always rebuilding, and then two years later they're back in the playoffs. Uh, with the West being such a dogfight with the Giants, Padres, and Dodgers, of course it kind of seems like they're kind of preparing for after the dynasty of Dodgers giants and pops. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see them. I'm glad that they kept uh Cattell Marte. What about yeah. you? Um, I'm, I'm very happy with the Marte signing for them. Um, I think it was smart on their part. Um, I know the big news that came out with um, Geraldo Perdomo. Um, he's going to get a chance to earn a spot on the roster with um, Nick Ahmed uh, starting the season on the injured list. So I think that spices things up, at least in the news side for them. Um, I still don't see them being a big contender again, like you said, with the West being stacked the way it is. Um, but, you know, I like playing Diamondbacks. I like watching games in their stadium. Um, they're typically a fun team to watch. So yeah. I don't think they're going to add too much excitement, but, you know, it's it's not bad to see them every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not bad. I their their stadium is terrible. Um, I went there back in 2019. It was falling apart. It seemed like a warehouse that was just a baseball. Yeah, and those those fans though they're 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 pretty loyal. I mean, I, I they don't come out to every game. I mean, most of the games are empty, but they're they stick around, and I, I think you should uh, or everyone applaud that about them. But uh, anyways. They always have cool jerseys. I mean, we can give them that they, much, right? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I, I do like their jerseys. I've, yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Moving on. Let's see. The athletics. Uh, let's see. The athletics. 2021, 86 and 76. And projected to have 91,020. Uh, they lose Matt Olson, Mark Canna, Chris Bassett, Starley Marte, and and they're currently shopping. Oh, actually, they just got rid of yeah. Sean Manea yesterday. Yep. And uh, Frank Monkis. They have a 22nd ranked farm system. Uh, they are intentionally taking uh, tanking so they can move out of California. Uh, players to watch Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp, I think, is a very exciting player. Um, he's got, I wanted the Cardinals to get him in uh, the offseason, but that didn't happen. Um, it's a disappointment. They're a disappointment to me because, uh, they had a really good team and seemed like they could have been close to making the playoffs, but are too cheap to really go out and go out and get some guys. I mean, like you, like the list, I, I, the guys I just listed are pretty great. I mean, Chris Bassett, uh, could have been, or he, he was somewhere in the Cy Young, uh, conversation uh matt olson arguably the best first baseman matt chapman probably the best defense of third third baseman not named nolan arenado uh <laughs> yeah and so they just mark, mark Hanna is an underrated player um i'll talk about him in a little bit but like they just 
threw it all away just because they hate Oakland, basically. Well, they're not the first franchise to do that either. I mean, yeah. Look at the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, they got out of there as quick as they could, and uh, they have a pretty good setup now. So I think uh, the A's ownership's looking to try to get some kind of a sweet deal like that. Um, yeah, Oakland's just a fire sale, man. Um, I think <clears throat> I'd say I was pretty disappointed the Cardinals didn't go get Manea um, in the offseason or even up till yesterday, especially for what he went for. Almost oh, nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know they got this top, or he used to be a top prospect. I think his name's Pook, AJ. Um, apparently, he's going to get some work out now. Um, but uh, from what I've read or what I've seen, they'll uh, limit his workload because he's had some injury um, issues recently. But mm-hmm. I guess that'd be somebody to keep our eyes on if we're going to look at some, somebody young out of Oakland. Yeah. See what they might do. Yeah. Uh... I said that it's got so much potential, and I think 71 wins is going to be the moon to them in yeah. 2022 intentionally. And if they get anywhere close to that, they're going to they're gonna trade more players just so that, that way they can lose. Uh, number 25, the Nationals. 2021, they had a 65 and 97, and a 73 and 89, 2022. They add Sean Doolittle, Nelson Cruz, Steve Shishak, and Caesar uh, ranked 23rd farm system in MLB. Uh, players to watch, Juan Soto, uh, Josiah Gray, Lane Thomas, and Kiebert Ruiz. Um, seems like they're kind of wanting to t- uh, try to make the playoffs this season, but also aren't. Uh, they're kind of middling that ground. I mean, the East, even though, you know, the – Mets have a stacked team, and the Braves just won the World Series. It, it kind of is still up for grabs. I mean, um, the Braves barely won the East, and they had like 84 wins, I think. Um, but, yeah, uh, the Nationals can uh, kind of get that. They they want to – I think they might want to try to trade uh, Nelson Cruz at the deadline. And uh, But, yeah. Yeah, uh, what do you think about them? I mean, okay, so um... – being that I watched and listened to almost all the Cardinals spring training games, um, I got to hear a lot about Washington because we played them, what, four or five times. Yeah. Uh, man, I don't – I feel bad for that fan base. Um, it personally, um, you know, they had a great team a few years back when they had Scherzer and everybody else and they were stacked. Um, you know, Juan Soto and Nelson Cruz are going to bring out fans. Josh Bell is a good player. Um, I'm a little bit of a fan of Lane Thomas. Mm. Uh but I just – I don't see them doing great unless unless everything else in the East just falls apart. I don't see yeah. them even sniffing the wild card even with the expanded playoffs at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like to see better for them um, just for their fan base more so than anything. But I just think they're going to be one of those average middle-of-the-league teams that probably misses the playoffs. Um, but who knows? I mean, it's a long season. They didn't get a – nobody got a full spring training. We could see injuries galore and – Every prediction we make tonight could uh, could be wrong. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. September, <laughs> I think seventy three is actually a good uh, line. Um, I think I do think that they go a little bit over, like seventy four, seventy five. Not nothing too great, but yeah, uh, Juan Soto, the best uh, hitter in baseball. Uh, hopefully, oh, yeah. like in the next couple of, couple of episodes, we talk about uh, players that we really like. 
But yeah, Juan Soto is probably the best hitter in baseball. Best eyes too. Like uh, he he sees the strike zone so well for a twenty two year old. It's a shame he's on the team he's on. Yeah, but that's all yeah. I can say about that. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. But he's got a ring, so there's that. That's true. Uh, um, let's see. Number twenty four. Your Chicago Cubs. Twenty twenty one. They had a seventy one and ninety one, and are to have a 78 and 88 or 74 and 88 2022 they add marcus stroman drew smiley david robertson young gomes nick madrigal uh jonathan vr andrelton simmons clint frazier wade miley and uh or Seiya suzuki uh Je- and jesse chavez they have the uh ranked farm system in mlb um uh, players to watch, Alec Mills, Justin Steele, Frank Schwindel, Patrick Wisdom, Nick Madrigal, Nico Horner, uh, and uh, Saya Suzuki, who came over from Japan and is said to be as uh, almost as good as uh, Shohei Otani. So there's that. Yeah, he's, he, he's supposed to be a stud. I'm going to have a dark horse, and I think Cardinal fans are going to hate me for this. Uh, a dark uh, on. Like, uh, I think they might be a dark horse this season. Uh, they have a lot of interesting players. They out, went out this offseason and got some nice players. Uh, if these players play to their potential, then they're, they are a wild card team. It kind of does excite me to because for a while I thought that the Central was just kind of a boring – it was pretty boring. I mean, it's just the Cardinals and the Brewers. The Reds traded everybody. The Pirates are never going to do anything, and the Cubs were kind of playing like crap. Um, but I, I mean, some of the, I mean, they get, I mean, they, Nick Schwindel, Patrick Wisdom, Nick Madrigal, those guys are some pretty good guys. And, uh, but yeah, I know it kind of feels weird coming out of my mouth, but yeah, what about you? No, you know, I um, obviously being a St. Louis guy. Um, I have this deep disdain for the Cubs, um, but there's a part of me that I always want to see the Cubs do well because I grew up on the Sosa McGuire Cubs Cardinals rivalry. Mm. Um, it was always important for me to see the Cubs be a good team. So that when we beat them, it made me feel even better about it. Um, I think the Cubs are highly underrated this season. I really do. Um, yeah. A lot of the points you made with Suzuki and Wisdom and Mad- Madrigal, um, they still got Jason Hayward there, who's very capable. Schwindel's good. And we can't forget about Wilson Contreras. Mm. The dude is a good yeah. catcher. He's not He's not a Yachty in Yachty's heyday, but he's still a very, very good catcher. Um, you know, they got Jan Gomes back there to help out if Contreras goes off the deep end. Um, and their pitching rotation, yeah, going out and get Stroman, that was another guy I was on the Cardinals to get, even though he's a righty. Um, with Hendrick Stroman, that's a good one-two punch. Smiley's supposed to be something else. Um, and then they picked up Wade Miley, who was a really – I mean, he was a better-than-average pitcher when he was in Cincinnati. Um, yeah. He's starting the season on the IL. Um, David Bodie's on the IL. And then that um, Alizé guy they have, I think he's on the IL too. So, I could see – I could see the Cubs being a problem. Um, yeah. I could see them totally getting in the playoffs, being a wild-card team. No way they win the division unless no. Milwaukee and St. Louis just fall apart. But – I can totally see them being a wild card team. I can totally see them ruining somebody, some other team's dreams. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not going to be what I want them to be this year, but I still think they're going to they're going to make it interesting when we play them. 
Yeah. And I mean, if that Suzuki guy is as good as they say, I mean, he's, they may, they may be a real, real contender. And then at the deadline, they can pick up some guys. And last year we were saying that they were, they were going to be terrible because they got rid of, um, Baez, they got a, yeah, Rizzo, Tapera, some of the, I mean, but yeah. And then they come back and they look threatening, which, and anyways, but yeah. Completely agree with you on that one. Yeah. uh, Let's see. Cincinnati Reds, 2021, they had an 83 and 79 record and projected to have a 75 and 87, uh, 2022. They lost uh, Nick Castellanos, Jesse Winker, Eugenio Suarez, um, Amir Garrett, Sonny Gray, Tucker Barnhart, and uh, and then they add Mac, uh, Mike Miner. Uh, they have the 15th ranked farm system. Uh, they have Hunter Green, who's uh, I think supposed to be making a team this year at some point. Uh, players to watch, Jonathan India, the rookie of the year, Hunter Stevenson, Kyle Farmer, uh, and Tyler Naquin. Uh, kind of a rebuild in a rebuilding stage. Uh, same with the A's. They seemed uh, close to being a playoff uh, team, but they were too cheap and have aging stars, Votto and Mastakis. Uh, even though Votto did have a bounce back year last year, um, I, I don't know. They, they seemed like they always seemed threatening and then they kind of talk a big fight and then kind of run away whenever the going gets tough. Uh, what do you think about them? So um, India right now is in the division is the one player I can't stand the most. He's so good. Um, He's fast. He's arrogant. He's cocky. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm thinking of. Unless I'm thinking of, uh, Castellanos. I might be thinking of Castellanos who got traded. Castellanos, the the is, the who, uh, is the guy who picked a fight with uh, Jake Woodford. Yeah, that, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Then I'm thinking Castellanos. India, though, man, I think he's going to be a talent for years to come. I think that's somebody they can base their future around. Um, I wanted to give you a heads up because I don't know if you caught it or not, but Hunter Green is actually going to be in the starting rotation coming out of camp. Oh, is he? Um, okay. I heard. That was what I just heard. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but that's the news I got. And then the um, the other pickup that I'm kind of sad that Cincinnati has now is somebody who I've always been a fan of, even when he went over to San Diego, Tommy Pham. Oh, Tommy Pham. Uh, you know, I love Tommy. I think he was a great player. Unfortunately, you know, had to cut ties, but um, I still like him as a player and a person. Um, I honestly don't know how you got Cincinnati ranked above Chicago to be honest with you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't see Cincinnati doing anything this year. Um, uh, I think we'll we'll see some fires and spark out of them. I wish uh, Joey Votto was, had a better shake. Um, but it is what it was. He chose to stay in Cincinnati when he had opportunities to get out and leave. Yeah. Um, but I don't see them putting up much of a fight this year. Um, again, they have a beautiful ballpark. Being the fact that I lived in Indiana forever, I went to the Cincinnati games a lot to see Cardinals games. Not yeah. a bad seat in the house in Great American Ballpark. So if you ever get a chance, make sure you get out there if you haven't already, um, and pick you up a couple of them Skyline Chili Dogs. Oh, yeah, I've heard about those. Um, I I do want to reiterate, Kyle Farmer. Uh, I think people need to look out for him. I think if uh, Jonathan India wasn't uh, Rookie of the Year, he would have done some notes 
or uh, some praise from that uh, for that team. Anyways, uh, let's see. We are on to number 22, the Texas Rangers. Uh, 2021, they had a 60 and 102 uh, record and were projected to have a 75 and 87 2022. Uh, they add John Gray, Corey Seeker, Marcus Simeon, Matt Carpenter, Cole Calhoun, and Mitch Carver. Uh, they, they have the ninth ranked farm system in MLB uh, with Jack Leiter, Josh Jung, uh, yeah, and some other guys, some other great guys. Uh, players to watch, Adelise Garcia, great first half, kind of fell off in the second half. Hopefully he has a bounce back year and uh, can be fully great. Uh, John Gray, uh, he's kind of had a bad uh, – he's kind of been an interesting – because uh, his stats uh, are with Colorado, and Colorado is definitely the worst place to pitch. And so people are interested in him to see how good he is outside of Colorado. Um, Nathan uh, Nathaniel Lowe uh, and Nick Sol- Solak. Uh, Nick Solak hopefully has a bounce back year. He had a really good 2020, and he, he uh, kind of – fell off in 2021 future future a really good position with their prospects locked up Seager and Simeon long-term they won't be a huge problem this season but in 2023 2024 uh there'll be real threats in the west and I mean they uh the Astros in the dynasty uh what do you think about that that. yeah (laughs) um I think they might have the best middle infield in the league yeah, um, with Seager and Simeon there. I mean, when I saw that happen in the offseason, I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, not knowing a whole lot about the Rangers because they haven't really been relevant since – it's been a few years, um, to say the least. Um, mean, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of uh, big on the John Gray pickup. I think, uh, again, going back to your point where he was in Colorado, Colorado's not friendly to any pitcher. The guy's got good stuff. Um I think they'll be an interesting team to watch. I think they should probably hit the mark of what they're projected to be. I don't think they'll be much more or much less either way. Um, but it's – I think in a couple of years, I think they got something going, especially with those long-term contracts. And Again, they got that good young farm system. So I don't yeah. think this is their year, but in the years to come, I think they got something they can work with. Yeah, that, they, they kind of came out of left field when they signed and then turned around and they got uh, Marcus Simeon – like in the same week. And I mean, I mean, shocked me. Right, yeah. Right now. I mean, they look, they look pretty good. I mean, they, they've, they definitely can't compete with the angels even, or the, um, the Astros, but I mean, in a year or two, they're, they're going to be somebody. Um, let's see the, uh, the Kansas city Royals at number 21, uh, in 2021, they had a 74 and 88, record and are projected to have a 75 and 80, uh, 87, 22, 22 record. They add Amir Garrett and Zach Rink. They have the eight, eighth ranked farm system in MLB. Uh, player, uh, their farm system includes Bobby Wood Jr., who was given the green light uh, not two days ago. Uh, he's going to be on the, yeah, on the, he, the opening day roster. Uh, and then uh, let's see. Players to watch: Bobby Wood Jr., obviously Domingo Tapia, and Nicky Lopez. Uh, they have an interesting team in 2022. Uh, I don't think they are a playoff team just yet, but 
I think they're close. Um, yeah, they're they have holes in their team, but I mean, hot team. Um, for all I know, uh, what do you think about them? So here's my dark horse for the AOS to sneak in the playoffs. Um, I don't know. There's something about them. Um, I've read a little bit here about them in the offseason. Um, they're in a weaker division. Um, yeah. So I really feel like this might be one of those teams that sneaks in. If they get hot at the right time, you know, they could they could make some noise. Um, Dozier's not a bad DH. You know, Perez is good behind the plate. So, I mean, you've got, you got a foundation there. And with this Bobby Witt Jr. character, if he's as good as everybody says he is and he's really the number one overall prospect and he plays like it, I mean, they're going to have a decent infield. Um, yeah. He's a short pitching star, rotation, I think, right? Third, uh, I think he's third base. Oh, okay. I think he's third base. I think he's got a high glove on the corner. So, um, you know, their starting rotation isn't anything to write home about. But, I mean, Cranky's there. Aged. Not, uh, not, not to disregard that, but, I mean, he's still got some gas in the tank. Um, he was good last time he was in KC. So maybe he gets some magic. Um, I don't know. They, they start the year healthy. They're one of the few teams that are going to start the year healthy with none of their main players on the IL. So that may be their advantage at the start of the season to get out there considering Lance Lynn's going to be out for the White Sox for, mm. I think I heard a month. Um, yeah. So if they have a couple games against the White Sox, maybe they can take advantage out there. Um, but yeah, they're going to be my little, uh, they're going to be my little surprise team out of the AL to uh, sneak into the playoffs. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, what do you think of their record, uh, projected record for 2022, 75 and 87? Um, I think it's a little light. I think it's a little, a little light. light. You think? Maybe four or five games light. Um, okay. I think they might might get seventy eight to eighty wins. Nice, man. I I, I hope so. I, I I want them to do well, especially Mike Matheny and some of those other guys are pretty good too. Bobby Wood Jr. I'm really excited about. Uh, let's see, number twenty. That's uh, Detroit Tigers. In 2021, they had a 77 and 85. Uh, record and are projected to have a 75 and 87 2022. They added uh, Javier Baez, Michael Pineda, uh, Pineda, Andrew Chafin, Eduardo Rodriguez, and Tucker Barnes. They lose Matthew Boyd uh, and a couple other guys, but nothing too big. Uh, 10th ranked farm system in the MLB, Spencer Torkelson, the prospect, and Riley Green, the number five. Uh, both of them, I believe, are making the opening day roster. Actually, Riley Green uh, is injured at the moment. Uh, but Spencer Torkelson is going to be the starting first baseman, I believe, on opening. Uh, players to watch, Spencer Torkelson. Uh, like I said, Akil Badu, who had a sneaky hot uh, uh, beginning of 2021 last year. Jonathan Scope, who's a very underrated uh, player, and uh, Riley Green. They have uh, on the team. Uh, I don't see – I do – they have a chance to win uh, – to make it to the playoffs uh, this season. Uh, they might try to screw with the White Sox and some of the other AL Central teams. Uh, that's kind of what I think they are. They're going to play spoilers. But uh, I think they need to add some more bullpen slash rotation help. Uh, what do you think about them? Um, you know, they're kind of, again, middle of the pack for me. Um, I, you know, the pickup of Baez, that is what it is. He's going to do what he does. Um, I think their biggest contributor this year is going to be having a great catcher behind the plate with Mark Hurt. Mm. Um, as much as, you know, I saw him in Cincinnati, he's a good player. He's solid. 
Um, and he seems like a leader and a clubhouse guy. So that might be something that really helps out Detroit. Um, their bullpen looks all right with uh, Chase Anderson out there. Um, I, again, I don't see him wrecking the league. I don't see him causing too much noise. But I can see him competing with the White Sox here and there, taking a few games away they probably shouldn't win, um, stealing a few at least. Uh, mm-hmm. But I am excited to see their young talent um, with that uh, Alexander kid and the, uh, mm-hmm. the Green and the Tolkelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they're projected to have the same season uh, or the same record as uh, the Royals. Uh, love the Royals beating them out. Yeah, I'll take the Royals over them. Okay. Um, yeah, man, that I don't know. I, I still that's don't a bold know. prediction. I know, man. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, I really do like that Tigers team, and then they just added um, Austin Meadows. So that, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, they him last night. I meant to add him into, uh, to my notes. So they, Ooh, they got a sneaky hot team, I think. And I that might change just, my opinion a little bit. Yeah. they. I know one player doesn't make a team, but one player can make a difference in five or six games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when he's the best outfielder, I think, that they have right now. I mean, a kill yeah. by dude, uh, t- uh, not Riley Green, uh, Riley Green, uh, Riley Green, and, uh, Akil Badu just and those they're that that's a good outfield and then that infield with Miguel Cabrera at DH that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that might that, okay. That might change my opinion a little bit there. Yeah, I think they might be an eighty win. I I, I can see eighty wins. Yeah. Next year, I think they're their favorite. Uh, but anyways. Uh, number 19, the Cleveland Guardians, the first time they've ever been called the Guardians. Uh, mm. 20, 2021, they are 80 and 82 and are projected to have a 77 and 85 2022. Uh, they didn't add anyone. They didn't really lose anyone. They had the 12th uh, ranked farm system in the league. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they don't really have any big 100 guys. Uh, players to watch, Tristan McKenzie, Cal Quantrill. Uh, uh, it's been the same song and dance for the Guardians for years, it seems. Um, they cut payroll, and then they trade all their time, and then play mediocre. Jose Ramirez is probably going to be traded at the deadline. Uh, apparently, Shane Bieber is too. Um, I heard some news earlier today that Shane Bieber was uh, – on the chopping block because he's got $8 million and they need to cut uh, as much payroll as possible. But uh, uh, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they had Francisco Lindor, they had Jose Ramirez, they had Shane Bieber. They they made the world series in 2016 and um, went pretty far in the playoffs in 2017. And then they just decided to, yeah, they had so much potential and then they just kind of threw it away. It seemed like, Completely agree. This is an organization I just don't understand. Um, I really don't. Yeah. Um, I heard Be- I heard the same thing about Beaver maybe being on the chopping block, being, being trade bait. Um, I heard the Cardinals actually might be in on him. I read yeah. that earlier today. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Jose Ramirez was gone to the deadline or even before. But I don't see anything exciting out of this team. I think they're overrated. Um, I think 75 wins is probably their top uh, hmm. with the division they're in. Um, and with all the extra 
hoopla they're going to have from the name change and everything else going on. That could end up being a distraction if they let it be. Um, they're professionals, so I don't expect that, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, they're just um, yeah, the, I don't know. They, they trade their guys too for it seems like not a lot of talent. It seems like uh, I don't remember the Francisco Lindor trade, but it doesn't seem really help. But it's so funny because no matter how bad they are, they still keep producing a lot of great talent like uh, Zach uh, Plesak, uh, Shane Bieber, uh, Jose Ramirez, Francisco Lindor. A lot of those guys are really good and they just won't come up at the same time, I guess, for them or, but whatever. Um, number 18, the Seattle Mariners 2021, they had a 90 and 72, uh, record and are projected to have a 79 and 83, 2022. So they're actually going down. Um, they add Jesse Winker, uh, Eugenio Suarez, Adam Frazier, Robert Ray, Sergio Romo. Uh, they have the second ranked farm system. Uh, they have, I guess in their farm system, who uh, was given the opening day uh, nod. Um, and uh, players to watch, Logan Gilbert, J.P. Crawford, Kyle Lewis, Jesse Winker, uh, Jared Kelnick. This go- uh, team is going to be the most exciting team in baseball in 2022. That's my prediction. Uh, I, completely, I completely agree. Their, uh, their team is sneaky hot this season and has the potential to win the AL West. Um, I'm super excited for this team. Uh, yeah, this I I think that they are gonna. I think they're gonna be a 95 win. I think they're gonna beat the Astros for the AOS last year. They almost made the playoffs. Uh, the Yankees, I think, spoiled them. Uh, but yeah, I'm. This team excites me. It's them and the Orioles for me. What do you think about them? You just stole my hot take. Yeah, really? You completely stole my hot take, man. Yeah, I'm totally high on the Mariners. Um, I think they're going to be really good. Um, now, do I think they're going to be 95 wins? Mm, I'm thinking more like 90, 92. Um, but I, I totally think they're going to be able to put up with the Astros. I think they could shake the Astros and take the division. That was going to be my hot, hot take for yeah. this podcast. Um, I'm super excited to see this Julio Rodriguez um, catch a couple of games, watch him, see what he can do. They look like a fun team, man. They look like they're going to be exciting. Um, yeah. I'm hoping they're quick on the bases. Uh, I mean, I don't typically cheer for West Coast teams. This is a team I'm excited to see this year and see what they can do, see if they can go to run together. Yeah, and then they added Je- uh, Jesse Winker last week, and he's a sneaky player too. I mean, probably one of the best left-handed pit- uh, hitters um, in the game right now, uh, Kyle sure. Lou. A very underrated season last year. JB Crawford, I think, was a rookie uh, last year, and he's he's a really good uh, uh, player too. Uh, Jerry Kelnick, I kind of want to see him have a bounce back year. He was a really high pr- uh, prospect for them, and he uh, made the team in mid July, I want to say, uh, and kind of was a disappointment. But uh, I think in 2022, I think the pressure is just going to wash away from him, and he's gonna. He's going to have a bounce back year. Um, let's see. Oh, number 17, the St. Louis Cardinals. 2021. Wow. 
2021, they had a 90 and 72 record and are projected to have a 81 and 81 2022. They add Albert Pujols, Stephen Matz, Corey Dickerson, Drew Verhagen, uh, some other spare guys. Uh, they lose Andrew Miller, John Lester, Wade LeBlanc, Kwang Hyung Kim, uh, Luis Garcia, and Jay Happ. Uh, they have the 16th ranked farm system with Jordan Walker being their 30th uh, prospect in the top 100 uh, and Nolan Gorman, uh, number 33. Uh, players to watch, I think, is Tyler O'Neill, Dakota Hudson, Paul DeYoung, and Dylan Carlson. Um, obviously, we're going to go more in depth on the next uh, on the Cardinals podcast uh, whenever it comes out. But. Uh, this team is infuriating at times. Uh, has the potential <laughs> to be a World Series team, uh, but it seems like they're afraid to pull the trigger. Um, I do think, though, if Paul DeYoung comes back the, uh, the way that he needs to and be uh, that shortstop from 2019, 2018, he's, they're, they're going to win the NL Central. Um, I, they do have holes in that team. Uh, that pitching staff doesn't wow me like it should. Uh, but uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to root for them. Uh, I do think 81 and 81 is a little low. Uh, I do think that they get to at least 89. Um, what do you think about them? Okay. So, um, being that I'm a homer, I'm still infuriated by this team right now. Yeah. Um, I think your guy to watch, I think you hit it right on the head with Paul DeYoung. If he is the Paul DeYoung of 19, that's a catalyst for us. Um, Dylan Carlson, I want to see him not have the sophomore slump. I want to see him have a sophomore breakout year. Mm-hmm. Um, if he does that and O'Neill can do what he did last year and Bader continues to be – to be, if Bader continues to stay on the path he was on from last year, yeah. I think I think the Cardinals are a good team. Um, I think Wayno's going to be Wayno as long as he doesn't get hurt. Miles looked good in the preseason. Matt's threw a fantastic – he threw into the seventh inning today. I think he threw six and two-thirds and only mm-hmm. 74 pitches. Now, granted, last day of spring training, they're swinging at what they can swing at to get out of there. But he still looked good. Um, if Dakota is fully recovered, I think we're good there. If Jack comes back and he looks right, I think we're okay in the pitching. Now, the bullpen makes me a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and the offense still makes me a little bit nervous. I think we could use another left-handed bat. We'll see what Dickerson turns into. Um from everything I've heard um, about AP coming back, man, they say he looks good in the batting cage. They say he's lost a bunch of weight. Um, So I'm excited about that. Kinsner is what scares me a little bit. Um, Really? I think he's okay offensively. Um, I think he needs to take some more notes from Yachty on playing the defensive side of the ball and uh, throwing the ball around the field. Um, I Mm -hmm. think he's not a bad catcher. I think he's very serviceable. Um, but I know that they uh, talked to Yachty about him not playing as much so they could save his legs and, um, you know, conserve as much of him as possible. So we're going to see Andrew a little bit more this year. Um, but Newt Bar, man, Newt Bar made the cut. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see what he does. And then I think if Sosa can just play above average when he's in the games, um, given the young days off, I think, I think we're a 90 win team, maybe 92, 93. I'll be honest with you. I think we got the Brewers beaten. I think we're winning the central. Hmm. Wow. Hot take. Uh, yeah, I think the Brewers are like number 10, I think. Um, but yeah, I think Dakota Hudson, I, he kind of gets overshadowed by Jack Flaherty and uh, 
But yeah, I think he's a potential Cy Young guy. I mean, it's kind of like the under Adam Wainwright thing, the one-two yep. punch back in 2009. Uh, okay, number 16, the Minnesota Twins. 2021, they had a 73 and 89 season and are projected to have an 82 and 80 season uh, in 2022. They Urshela, Sonny Gray, Dylan Bundy, Chris Archer, uh, Gary Sanchez, Carlos Correa. They have the 19th ranked farm system. Uh, players to watch: Joe Ryan, Byron Buxton, Max Kepler. Uh, the team is a middle of the road team. Uh, they had a sneaky great off season. Uh, I think they tr- I think they might trade Carlos Correa at the deadline uh, if they're not a hundred percent if they're not making any noise. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think they might trade him to get more prospects. Uh, they aren't going to fix their problems uh, of winning uh, a game in the playoffs in twenty years with this team. But they made some good moves. Uh, I'm pretty excited about them. What do you think about them? Um. So I like the Chris Archer signing. Really? Does that sound odd? I mean. Uh, uh, no, it, I mean, it doesn't sound uh, odd. I mean, he he does get that. He does get injured a lot. And that's kind of something that people need or he's kind of scared, scary about him. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought he was good to pick up as your fourth or fifth starter. I mean, I thought that was a good value pickup. I mean, I don't know what they paid for him, um, but if he's healthy, I think he could be a very strong uh, backside starter. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Carlos Correa thing didn't make a whole lot of sense to me unless they're really going to try to make a run for it. Um, you said you could see Carlos getting traded at the deadline. I think if they're halfway in it or they're even close, I could see him maybe trading a couple prospects off and trying to strengthen that lineup. Um, but Gary Sanchez and there's the DH. I mean, you could use him in his other roles if need be. Um, but yeah, I think they're a middle of the road team. I don't think they're going to be super exciting by any means, but you know, it's the twins. Either they're good or they're bad, and <laughs> they're yeah. not usually in between there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's a, it's a bummer. I mean, they, yeah, they're just kind of there and they haven't been. I don't think they've been great since 1990, uh, but anyways. Number 15, uh, the Miami Marlins. Uh, 2021, they had a 67-95 and 95, uh, season and are projected to have an 82-80 and 80, uh, 22, uh, 2022 season. Wendell, uh, Jorge Soler, Jacob Sawlings, uh, the sixth-ranked uh, farm system with uh, – Khalil uh, Watson, Edward uh, Cabrera, Sixto Ch- Sanchez. Um, players to watch, Jazz Chisholm, Sandy Alcantara, Ed- Edward Cabrero, and Sixto Sanchez. Uh, this team's pitching is great and might be the most underrated team uh, or pitching staff. Uh, the lineup has holes in it, though. Uh, they might be an, obstac- uh, be an obstacle for the NL East, but more than a third place contender unless they get a big bat. Uh Joey Wendell is a good uh pickup though. Yeah. Um again, I got to see a lot of them and listen to about a lot of them in uh spring training. Um I know they lost a pitcher today. I don't know how long he's gonna be out. He took a line drive in the first inning of uh Tyler O'Neill. <laughs> um hit his pitching arm. I think it's Hernandez, if I recall correctly. I mean that was an early morning game. I mean 
first pitch was 10.05 this morning, so we've had a lot go on since then. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I know they took him immediately out of the game. Uh, they didn't have an update by the end of the game on how bad the injury was. All I know is the ball hit his pitching arm, so I know he was supposed to be one of their starters. Um, I agree with you on the starting rotation, though. Very, very strong. Um, I mean, the team is – it's that wild card team, man. Um, you know, Brian Anderson was a highly rated player um, a year or two ago. We'll see what he does this year. Um, I can totally see them shopping him come the deadline hmm. uh, for picks or for a different asset. Jazz Chisholm, uh, he's, for lack of a pun, I mean, jazzy. I mean, he seems like he's a fun guy. Hmm. Um, he's got a little pop in his bat. I mean, he hit a grand slam earlier in the in spring training. So, and Jorge Soler, I mean, he's Jorge Soler. I mean, he's a good player. Um, yeah. So, I see, see this team causing some problems, doing a little shakeup in the in the East. But I don't see them, if they make it to the playoffs, I don't see them making a run. Um, 82 and 80 is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I can't believe they uh, – yeah, so they're projected to have a 13 uh, better than they were. Um, in 2021. So, I mean, I, I think the pitching has a lot to do with that, but yeah, it, they're going to be fun to watch, especially on the pitching side. And hopefully jazz Chisholm can be a great uh, player for them. Uh, number, number 14, the LA angels 2021, they had a 77 and 85 uh, record and are projected to have a 83 and 79 record in 2022. They add Noah Syndergaard, Michael Lorenzen, Archie Bradley, Ryan to Ty Wade. Uh, the 28th ranked farm system uh, with no one in the uh, – actually, they have uh, Red, Reed, uh, the, who's the number 21 uh, in the top 100. Players to watch, Jared Walsh, Noah Sittgard, Joe Adell, Max Stra- uh, Stassi, and David Fletcher. Uh, they have the two best players in the league on the same team. They finally stopped ignoring the pitching like they have in the last 10 years. However, they still aren't exciting people. Uh, I think they should have gotten one of uh, one more big starter to make them seem like a serious contender. Uh, but yeah, picking up Ryan DePera, uh, I got really angry. Uh, I, I was driving on the highway and I got really pissed off because I wanted the Cardinals to pick him up. Noah Syndergaard, I think he's going to be in this uh if he doesn't get injured this year or horrible injury like if he misses one start fine but he needs to he needs to be completely healthy in order for the angels to have a chance i think what do you think yeah uh i think you're dead on this one man um two best players in the league um shohei otani is just the second coming of babe ruth i guess i mean that's the only thing that, in my baseball knowledge, I can compare him to. And, hell, I'm not old enough to have ever seen Babe play. Um, yeah. You know, I feel bad for Mike Trout. You know, he's never really got to display his talents on the uh, national broadcast scale because the Angels just haven't been a good team. I would love to see them in the playoffs this year. Um, I think they have the makings around them to do it. Uh, I'd agree with you with the Tapera pickup. I was super disappointed that the Cardinals didn't go get him. But it is what it is. We know what our ownership is out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're going to be a fun team to watch. Um, they got an interesting bench um, with Suzuki as the backup catcher, Wade, Rojas, um, Justin Upton. I, I guess he'll be all right, you know. 
Um, if I recall correctly, he was a pretty good player back when he was an everyday guy, if I'm thinking of the same guy. He actually um, just got uh, designated for – Did he really? Yeah. Oh, well, then there goes that think, comment. That's a yeah. bad take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My bad. Um, so, yeah, okay, so he's not as good as I thought he was. Um, I didn't think he had much left in the tank anyways, but I thought, eh, maybe he had some pop. But, um, no, I think they should be a fun team to watch this year. Um, they're obviously not going to be the team in L.A., but um, they give the people who don't like Dodger Blue something to go watch from time to time. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about Jared Walsh for a second because uh, he was the player that got uh, Pujols uh, released from the Angels. Uh, but he's a really underrated player. I don't think he got a lot of love last year. Uh, but in 530 at-bats, he had a 277 batting average, 340 on-base percentage, a 509 slugging, an 850 OPS, and a 120. Uh, yeah. Dang, I, really I think he, yeah, I mean, if we're not careful, we might be talking about three of the best players in the league uh, pretty soon. Uh, very so good is he going to be your dark horse breakout player this year? Yeah, I think he's going to get more recognition this year. Do I think he's going to get MVP? No, but uh, I think uh, I think he might get. No, he's not rookie of the year material. Uh, he got seventh in rookie of the year on twenty twenty. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, yeah. I think he's going to be like probably the most fun to watch uh, in twenty twenty two, and probably someone everyone should be watching on. Somebody, uh, I'll keep my eyes on. Yeah. <laughs> 30, uh, 29 home runs and 98 RBIs. And he didn't start the season off as uh, the first. Actually, he did start the season off. So that last statement was stupid. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye out on him. Uh, let's see. Number 13, the San Francisco Giants. 2021, they had a 107 55 record and are projected to have an 84 and 78 uh, 2022 record. They add Carlos Rodon, Jacob Dunas, uh, Carlos Martinez, Jock Peterson, and Matthew Boyd. They lose Chris Bryant, uh, Kevin Gossman, and Buster Posey. They have the 11th-ranked farm system uh, with Marco Luciano being the number 13 uh, in prospects, uh, top 100. Uh, players to watch, Car- Carlos Rodon, Wilmer, uh, Wilmer Flores, and Brent Belt. Uh, their pitching is good. Uh, but their lineup has a holes has holes in it. Uh, they need a third baseman and another bat. Uh, Carlos Rodon, he needs to not be injured. Uh, his arm, the reason why he wasn't such a big uh, free agent this year was because he's had problems with his arms. Uh, Brandon Belt, another really underrated first baseman, uh, doesn't get the love he deserves. Uh, hitting left-handed in uh, – that park is amazing and incredibly hard to hit home runs. And I think he still had like 30 home runs last year at, uh, with that, uh, Bay area park. Uh, what do you think about them? Um, so yeah, I think they're gonna have a significant drop. Um, I think, I think the uh, projection is probably pretty close to where they're going to be at, maybe even a little bit lower with the division they're in. Um, the loss of, um, oh, I just totally blanked. 
Buster Posey. Chris Bryant? Um, oh, Buster Posey. No, oh, yeah. Oh, Posey. I, I think that loss is just going to be not crippling, but this team has had him for so long, and he was such a dominant force and such a great leader on that team. I think they're going to search for an identity. Um, and if they find their identity, I don't think that they're going to be still be a bad team. I just – I think with the division the way it is, I think they're going to have a real tough coming – real hard time coming out of it. Rondon is my biggest question mark on this team. If he stays healthy, he is a monster. I mean, the mm-hmm. dude can just fire the ball. So, I mean – Had almost a team, perfect game last year. Uh, year. Yeah, he did. Um, so, yeah. I – this team is going to be something else to watch. They're going to be very interesting. I think they're going to go through their highs and their lows throughout the season. I think they're going to be streaky. Um, but, I mean, it's the Giants. They got a little bit of uh, advantage in that ballpark that you were talking about. Um, I see them as to be a third-place team in the division. Um, maybe second, depending on how things go. But um, I'm thinking more realistically third, fighting for second place. Yeah, their uh, starting catcher right now is Kurt Casale, and he's he's a major drop off offense and defense. It seems like, um, but I mean, I hope I hope they do well because honestly, dethroning uh, Dodgers was probably the probably the most fun I've had in a long time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the number twelve are the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, 2021, they had a 162, uh, 162 record. They're projected to have an 86 and 76 2022 rec- uh, record. Uh, they add Corey Kluber. Uh, they lose Colin McHugh, Joey Wendell, Nelson Cruz, Jordan L- uh, Luplau, and uh, just trade. They have the third ranked f- uh, farm system uh, with Shane Baz, uh, who kind of made a debut in the playoffs last season. Uh, yeah, and players to watch, Shane Baz, Wander Franco, Shane McClanahan. Uh, they're, they're one of those teams. That, uh, they're one of the best teams in ba- baseball. Uh, they they are the team because of their lineup. They trade players all the time. Their starters aren't really starters. They won't be the world series favorite because they don't make major upgrades and their pitchers get worn out um they're i mean they're really like they given everything to analytics and i mean it's worked out for them i mean they have the best record in the east or best record in baseball last season uh but they are in the al but yeah they're just they're not exciting. They signed Wander Franco as to a long-term contract, but huge deal. Yeah, but mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't really, I don't really have thoughts on them because they don't threaten really in the uh, postseason. But they're big deal in the regular season, and they seem to be okay in that little middling uh, area. What do you think? Dude, so, okay, so I've always been this little secret closet fan of Tampa Bay. I always mm. have been, even when they're bad. Um, but I think they're fun to watch. I mean, yeah, they don't play, like, they don't play big board ball. You know, they're not just hitting the ball yard, and, you know, they don't sell out games. Mm. And, but Randy Rosarena, man, um, that dude can flat out play ball. Um, and Wander Franco – you know, as as small market or small name as they are, they seem like a very small market team. Um, 
I think they're going to be fun, man. Um, like I said, I don't think they're going to be the most exciting team in the world to watch, but I love seeing them wreck the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's probably why I've always liked them. I just don't like anybody else in the East. Um, so they're a team I just like watching them play and watching them win, and they do it with nobodies. They do it with guys we don't know of, never heard of, and, you know, I just – I don't know. There's something about that team I've always liked. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they – they definitely they show up every year, and I mean, I think also if they had a better park, uh, I think they would probably get a lot more love, and especially with oh, yeah. their fan base, uh, they would probably get more fans in the stands. But uh, number eleven, uh, twenty twenty one, uh, twenty one. Oh, sorry, the uh, White Sox, uh, twenty twenty one. They had the ninety three and sixty. Have an 86 and 76, 2022. They add Kendall Graveman, Joe Kelly, Josh Harrison, AJ Pollock, and they lose Carlos Rodon, Craig Kimbrell, and Brian DePera. They have the worst ranked farm system in the MLB. Uh, players to watch Luis Robert, Lucas Giolito, Yasmani Grandal. Uh, White Sox are a very underrated team, uh, even though they won the, the Central. Uh, their pitching is great from top to bottom. Their bullpen uh, is super strong. Uh, their staff is pretty great, uh, even though uh, I think they just lost uh, uh, Lynn to, for a month, and then they yeah. lost another pitcher. I think it was uh, Corbett or something. Um, but, yeah, uh, they're, they have a, a couple of holes in their roster and definitely does, don't have a lot depth which is concerning but uh they are gonna win the al central uh in 2022 it seems uh i'd agree with you um i think they have one of the best managers that's ever managed in baseball hmm. um i mean larus is still there right yeah yeah he uh so i mean i think he's again growing up as a cardinals fan i've always loved him um, I do think he's one of the best out there to ever be, you know, calling the shots. Um, yeah, their pitching staff, man, is ridiculous. So I think it's going to be a, a defensive and pitching team. We'll see what their offense does. They still got Jose Abreu. They still got Josh Harrison. Um, you know, they picked up A.J. Pollock. So, I mean, this team's going to win the Central most likely. Um, it should be fun to watch. And, um, you know, I just look forward to seeing them in the playoffs. Yeah, they. Uh, you mentioned uh, Tony Larusa, and he kind of had a uh, intro uh, twenty twenty one, like coming back yeah. from retirement. Uh, he had an incident with the Ghost Runner uh, against the Cincinnati Reds. I remember uh, where he didn't the a player could. Uh, replace the pitcher and then the pitcher could go back to the mound. So we had Liam Hendricks running the bases and then they lost the game because of that. Um, and then he had your main, your Mercedes uh, sent down back to the minor leagues because uh, he swung at a three Oh pitch uh, and hit a home run uh, in a blow. And so, I mean, he's, he's kind of been, uh, I don't know if he's been a clubhouse but I, th I it does seem like they like a 
couple of guys still do like him. Uh, I think they confronted him, and he's kind of – I think he's learned uh, the game again. I think he's he's going to be like a revolutionary like he was back in the 90s and 80s. So I agree with you on that. So not to drag on about LaRusso, but um, yeah. he's a very old-school manager. Mm. Um, he came back in with that old-school mindset with a lot of these young kids, and, and the game has changed since he last managed. So I think that last year was a little bit rough for him, but um, I think with him being who he is, like you said, he's gonna he's gonna adapt. I think he's gonna revolutionize that team, and um, I think he's gonna be great for him, and he's gonna get the communication down. And uh, I, I think they're gonna be scary. Yeah. Okay, so the number ten is the Boston Red Sox. Twenty twenty one, they have a they had a ninety two and seventy record, and are projected to have an eighty seven and seventy five twenty twenty two record. They add Michael Walker, Rich Hill, James Paxton, uh, Jake Diekman, Trevor and Jackie Bradley Jr. They lost Eduardo Rodriguez, Adam Montavino, Kyle Schwarber. They have the fourth-ranked farm system, uh, or 14th-ranked farm system. Uh, players to watch, Chris Sale, Bobby Dahlbeck, uh, Trevor Story. Uh, Chris Sale, I think they need to watch because like, he's starting the uh, year – injured list again he's going to miss two months because of a bruise or broken rib i think uh he's he's their ace and they but he's always injured he has he before 2021 he hadn't pitched since 2019 i think um and he even came back in like august and so he was missed most 2021 uh 2022 he's already going to miss two months He's a key for them. Uh, Matt Barnes, I think, is the most underrated uh, bullpen guy. Uh, him and Tapera. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, he's the first baseman for them. Uh, they didn't get Anthony Rizzo or uh, Freddie Freeman because they believed in Bobby Dahlbeck. So, uh, I was Trevor, surprised by that. Yeah, they, I, I thought they were going to get Rizzo. Uh, but uh, – Trevor Story, you need to watch because, you know, he's kind of the same as John Arlen Arenado. Um, people keep doubting him because of his uh, cores effect, really. Um, so it's interesting that he went to the Red Sox. Uh, you know, he traded the cores effect for Fenway Park with that monster uh, on left field. But uh, hopefully he has a really good year this season and people will shut up about the cores effect uh the red sox were one of the best surprises in 2021 season uh everyone was 500 team and then they ended up getting the wild card spot uh they almost had the they had the best record in base for the longest time and then were dethroned by the rays um they had a weird off season though getting james paxton who is always injured he hasn't pitched since 2019 either i believe actually um, Michael Walker and with Rich Hill, who aren't really, who haven't been really that good in the last couple of years. They got Trevor Story, but they could have got made other slash better moves. Like they already have a shortstop. Um, I think they could have kept Kyle Schwarber. Um, the only reason they got Story was, uh, as they said, they said that they were afraid that their fans were going to if they didn't get a big name free agent. In a division where the Blue Jays, Rays, and even the Yankees are going to be uh, 
going to try tender, uh, they might have missed out on some key guys. Yeah, I think that. Um, and I think with moving Trevor Story over to second, um, yeah. we'll see how that goes. I think it's going to be fine for him. Um, Xander Bogarts is still good. J.D. Martinez in the DH spot, that's solid. Um, I don't have a problem with Jackie Bradley Jr. either. Um, I'm interested to see how Dahlbeck works out. Um, I don't know much about their catcher, to be honest with you, so I don't know if that's going to help or hurt them. Um, They got a Valdi still in the uh, rotation. Um, I think they wouldn't pick Hill up just because they needed a lefty until Sale gets back, so I think that's a Band-Aid, if you want me to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, Because I think as soon as Sale comes back in, they use Rich Hill in different ways. Waka is serviceable. Um, He has not been what he was his first few years in the league, Hmm. but I think this team's going to be solid, but with that division being the way it is, I don't think I see them getting past the Yankees. Um, and I don't really see them getting past Toronto. So I think they might come up short this year and not even make the playoffs. They might, though, um, as a wild card team, but they're not They're not winning the division. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just – yeah, they should have done something else. Uh, I think first base was kind of a hole um, – but yeah, it's whatever. Um, let's see. Number nine, the Milwaukee Brewers. 2021, they had a 95 and 67 record and are projected to have an 88 and 70. 2022 record. They add Andrew McCutcheon and Hunter Renfro. Uh, they lost Eduardo Escobar, Jackie Bradley Jr., Daniel Vogelback. Um, they have the 25th ranked farm system. Uh, players to watch Freddie Peralta. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, uh, Willie Adamas, Christian Yelich, Kirsten. Uh, the the Brewers uh, pitching staff might be the best in baseball. Uh, yeah. Corbin Burns won the Cy Young in 2021 and is backed up by Woodruff and Peralta, who would be aces under any other team. Uh, their bullpen is scary. Uh, that being said, they – they haven't gotten any better offensively. I think they actually took a hit because you know, they lost um, Eduardo Escobar. And, um, yeah, it's just uh, Daniel Vogelback was kind of good for them. He's really slow. They haven't really had a good person since uh, Prince Fielder, it seems like. Um, uh, let's see. The Yelich hasn't been a player uh, like he had been in – years now and the team is hurt by it. I made a big splash in free agency and didn't they didn't get worse necessarily, but they didn't get better either. Uh they will probably lose the divisional round again and they could win it all if they just go out and get someone. So here's my take on uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, okay. I basically agree with you. I think they have hands down the best pitching staff um, from start to bullpen in the league. Josh Hader is ridiculous. Mm. Um, If I could have him, I would put him on the Cardinals immediately. Mm. Um, I would take Corbin Burns or Woodruff or both or Peralta. I don't care. I'll take all three of them. Yeah. Uh, They're fantastic. They're going to be so much fun to watch pitch. Um, And we'll get to see a lot of them this year, obviously. Um, you know, I want to see Colton Wong have another good year. Um, Renfro, I think, is a, a good addition, but I agree with you on Yelich. Um, Lorenzo Cain, 
you know, never came back to be the the dominant force he was at one point where he had a couple seasons where he was just on top. Um, you know, I thought getting McCutcheon for the DH was an interesting move. I don't think it was a bad move by any means because mm. um, I think he still can hit the ball really, really well, and he's still probably going to be trouble on the base path when he's on base. So I, I agree with you on it. I think their pitching is going to be ridiculously amazing. I don't think their defense is all that great, and their offensive lineup to me doesn't isn't scary at all. This is why I don't think they're going to win the Central. Yeah. Um, unless the Cardinals pitching just completely falls apart and there's injuries, they were injury plagued like they were last year. Um, but, you know, the, the pros and the big dogs like them and they think they're going to be good. So I guess we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, it's going to be a good matchup this year between St. Louis and Milwaukee out there in the Central. Yeah. It's, yeah. It'll be fun. Um, let's see. Number eight, the uh, San Diego Padres. 21, they had a 79 and 83 record and are projected to have a 88 and 74 2022. Uh, they add Luke Voigt, Sean Manaya, Luis Garcia, Matt Beatty, uh, and also get manager Bob Melvin. Uh, they lost Mark Melanson, Adam Frazier, Tommy Pham. They had the 17th ranked farm system. Um, I believe is making a uh, his debut this season too. Uh, he's the number nine in top 100 prospects. Uh, players to watch Eric Hosmer, Willow Myers, Luke Voigt, Jake Cronenworth. Uh, the team has a, had a massive collapse in the second half of the 2021 season. Uh, they're a very confusing team. They got really good guys Fernando Tatis, uh, Cronenworth, Darvish, Machado, Musgrove, Manaya. Uh, but it doesn't feel like the uh, like a complete team. Uh, they're being held down by the Hosmer contract. I think they're going to uh, get beat up by the Dodgers and Giants in the season. Hopefully Bob Melvin can straighten them out. Uh, uh, like there was that big uh, fight at Bush Stadium, actually, uh, between Machado and for, uh, Tatis, uh, where they kind of – where Tatis was kind of – something he was being uh, a problem and Machado had to straighten him out and kind of yelled at him. Uh, you know, if Machado is the one telling you to do better, uh, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you think about them? So um, I think it's really the, not to say one player makes a team by any means, hmm. um, but I think a lot of this depends on how long Tatis is out. Um, yeah. I've heard a couple different variations on reports and I haven't honestly checked on it in a couple weeks so I don't know how long he's really going to be gone um, it'll be interesting to see this uh, CJ Abrams kid that's going to get a chance to play um, you know he's had a pretty good uh, spring training I think he went from 8 for 25 or 8 for 26 something like that I think he had a couple home runs um, I would hate to see Tatis Jr. Um get surpassed by this kid. Not like I see that will happen, but uh, if Abrams looks really, really good, maybe they can use him as trade bait to get something down later mm-hmm. in the season and fill a hole that they're missing. Um, I don't know. I, did, I disagree with you. I think they're going to do – I think they're going to handle the Giants just fine um, as long really? as they keep it together. I think they got a good DH. Um, but I, they're not they're not a match for the Dodgers. Um, no. I think this team is going to go out there. They're going to have a good time. Um, they're going to have fun playing ball. Um, their pitching staff, to me, you know, 
nothing to write home about. But um, it'll be. I think it'll be an interesting season for them. I think they're going to have their peaks and their valleys. Um, I don't. I don't expect to see them go, turn into a dumpster fire like they did at the end of last year. Um, I would expect them to do better this year. Are you going through it once and understanding how to uh, handle the adversity and when things get tough, um, pick it up and put it back together. Um, I can see them being a playoff team, um, especially with the expanded playoffs. Um, But, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I'm not big on the Giants. Um, I think this team could probably take the Giants. Hmm. Yeah, it's – yeah, it, it's so confusing because they have some really good guys. Like they're getting Luke Voigt. They're getting they have Jake Cronenworth, who's a really good second baseman. They have Fernando Tatis, who if he could be healthy for uh one hundred and forty games, he's a MVP. Manny Machado right. was a former uh MVP candidate, best uh one of the best third basemans out there. Uh outfielder Will Myers is pretty good. Um but yeah, it's just kind of weird because they have all these good guys, and then they kind of just choke in the half season, uh, half the way through the season. But uh, hopefully, they have a bounce back here. They're, mm-hmm. they're kind of similar to Cincinnati, the way Cincinnati has been in the past. They'll yeah. come out in April, May, June, and they'll be great. And by the time the All Star break hits, they start falling apart. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I like Tatis Jr., so maybe it's just a, a personal. I want to see the team do well, just so he can do well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, but if they get together, man, I just, I just see them being, being something special, perhaps. I think they're missing the pitcher. I think they need, I think they need one more big gun in the starting rotation, but, um, again, I don't get to watch the West a whole lot, so I could be wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on number seven, the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, 2021, they had an 82 and 80 record and is project, uh, they are projected to have a, 88 and 74 2022. They add Kyle Schwarber, Nick Cassianos, Corey Knievel, Brad Hand, uh, Jurius Familia. They have the 26th ranked uh, farm system. Uh, players to watch Rangel Suarez and Bryce Harper, uh, mostly because Bryce Harper is uh, the MVP. He's an underrated care, uh, player. I think people dog shit on him all the time for. No apparent reason. Um, the team made sexy surface level moves. However, their defense is going to be horrible. Nick Cassianos uh, is not a good uh, defensive player. Kyle Schwarber is very slow. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. The they best have, defensive player is what Harper and Romulto. Yeah, real. Yeah, yeah, and even uh, Reese Hoskins is not horrible, but yeah, he's not great either. Uh, they have a decent team. However, they ha- are in desperate need of a third baseman. That is a huge hole that needs to be fixed. Maybe trade for Jose Ramirez. Um, I thought they were going to get Chris Bryant this offseason. They should, they've been rumored to get Chris Bryant for two years now, and they didn't get him. Uh, what do you think of them? Um, so my take on the Phillies is they're going to be an offensive powerhouse. Mm. Yeah, I think they're going to win games like because their pitching's okay, but their defense is horrible. When they win games, it's going to be like seven six, nine eight, nine seven. Um, I think this offense looks. I mean, if Schwarber hits the way he did, he did last year, and Harper plays the way he does, and Castiano plays the way he always has. 
I mean, I think they're just going to have a really strong lineup. I mean, we keep leaving out Didier Gregorius. Oh, yeah. Good all-around player. I mean, neither one of us mentioned him until now. Um, I just think their offense is going to be jacked. But their defense is going to be so bad, they're going to they're gonna have to hit their way out of into wins is the only way I can phrase it, if that even makes sense. Um, I think they'll be a lot of fun to watch, like I said, offensively. I – I just don't know if they can score enough runs to outdo how poor their defense looks like it's going to be on paper. Yeah, it's – yeah, I mean, they have um, – I think – I just saw that they uh, are bringing up one of their top prospects. Uh, I think it's Stott. Uh, he's a third baseman, and they're keeping Alec Bohm too. Uh, Alec Bohm is their third baseman uh, right now, but they uh, – I mean, he was – pretty bad the last couple of years. So I think they're going to give Stott uh, the, 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 the green light to make the team. Uh, yeah. Bryson Stott. Kid. Sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Um, they got some kid named Mickey Moniak. Moniak. Um, he had three dingers in spring training and went seven for 23. Um, hmm. So, I mean, he may give them a, off day push or maybe um, some DH time when Schwarber wants to get on the field and they put him in the field to play and switch it up a little bit in center field and see what these young kids can do too. So, like I said, I think they're just offensively they look great. Uh, defensively, they just uh, I think it's gonna be pitiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, number six, the New York Mets, twenty twenty one. They had a seventy seven and eighty five record. And are projected to have an 89 and 73 uh, 2022. They add Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett, Eduardo Escobar, Mark Canna, Starling Marte, Adam Ottavino. They have the 20th ranked farm system. Uh, players to watch Taiwan Walker, uh, Mark Canna, a really underrated player, uh, came uh, over here from the uh, athletics last uh, year. Uh, Dominic Smith. Uh, Mets had a huge offseason, probably the biggest offseason in MLB. Uh, they went from having a mediocre peach, pitching staff to one of the uh, one, if not the best. Uh, their lineup is a force to be reckoned with James McCann, Pete Alonso, Jeff McNeil, Eduardo Escobar, Francisco Lindor, Starling Marte, Mark Hanna, Brandon Nimmo, Dominic Smith, Robinson Cano. It's a killer team. Um, that being said, the the Mets have had a long and storied tradition of screwing up in the most possible in in the worst possible way, and I don't know if this team will be able to be consistent for 162 games. And Buck Walter hasn't managed a team since the Orioles in 2013, 14, maybe. And so he's going to be rusty, but he does have a uh, a presence about him that might be good for the Mets. Um, I do think, however, the fact that they a lot of those players haven't played together and aren't really uh, they don't know each other very well. I think that might hurt the team, though. What do you think? Okay, so the Mets, the Mets. So, a big blow to them, obviously losing to Grom for the uh, indefinite future. Um, I think that hurts a lot, especially as much money as they had wrapped up in him. Um, so, 
Max Schreiner is really going to have to carry the load and be a shutdown guy when he's on the mound. Um, I agree he's with you. Though, on the Scherzer got hurt too. He uh, pulled a hamstring. I think oh, he's only. Right. I think he's only going to be out for like two weeks, though. Not nothing yeah, too big. He's not long term. That's right. He did get a little hamstring issue. So I think the start of their season could be a little bit rocky with the pitching, mm-hmm. um, and then obviously with the hamstring with the pitcher, um, like Scherzer, he needs his legs. So this can hamper him a little bit. Um, they're going to run into their bullpen quite a bit at the start of the season. Um, so all that money they just spent in the offseason, the, what was it, $273 million or $253 million, whatever it was. Um, yeah, it was a ton of money. Um, could go to waste. But they do have a really, really good offense. So, I mean, they might be able to hit themselves into some wins. Um, they got a lot of power. They've got a fair amount of speed. Um I have this disdain for the Mets. I have for a long time. Um, you know, I put them right there next to the Yankees on a personal note. So mm. I never want to see them be really, really good. But, um, you know, it's good for baseball when they're good because it's good for New York. Um, yeah. Anything that's good for New York in the sports world typically be, is good for the rest of the sports world. Um, they're going to be a scary team at times. Um, they're going to have definitely more peaks and valleys, in my opinion, as long as the pitching staff comes back together. Um, but yeah, they're gonna be a, they're gonna be a fun team to watch. They're gonna be a fun team to compete against. They're gonna give some teams some trouble. Um, yeah, they just they spend a ton of money, and if if, if they don't, if they should win their division. If they don't yeah. win the division, it was a waste of all that money. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What do you think of their eighty nine and seventy three uh, win uh, projected wins? Depending on the pitching stat, depending on the pitching mm-hmm. injuries. If DeGrom comes back and is the DeGrom of old and then Scherzer gets healthy and looks like Scherzer, I think that's light. If DeGrom and Scherzer are iffy all season long and they don't pitch, you know, 30 games plus a piece, then that's probably right on track, maybe a little bit less. Um, but like you, the Mets are historical for screwing stuff up. Um, yeah. No, I do love Buck Showalter. Um, I'm very much into being that I was raised in old school baseball. I'm very much into the old school managers. I love those guys. Um, I think Buck thought he was going to get a lot more, and then they've just had some bad luck run into him. So it'll be interesting to see how he handles his first season back as manager. Um, like right now, I've got MLB Network on the TV, and the Mets are playing Washington. Mm-hmm. And I think Washington smoked him today because um, this is a replay. I think they got him like 12 nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, So we'll, we'll see what happens with him, but – the Mets and the Mets. I don't like the colors. I don't like the jerseys. I don't like their city. I don't. I don't like their fans. Um, so it makes me happy when they're bad. Um, but I think they'll probably be around that eighty-five to eighty-nine, maybe ninety-two win mark, depending on the pitching. Yeah. Um, let's see. Number five, the Houston Astros, and this is where the hot takes start coming in. Twenty twenty-one, they had a ninety-five and sixty-seven. Uh, record and are projected to have an 89 and 73 record no additions uh they have the 29th ranked farm system players to watch justin verlander uh jeremy P- uh jeremy pina and kyle tucker i think jeremy pina is uh the short starting shortstop this season uh on opening day i mean uh this team has been one of the most dominant teams in mlb since 2017 that being said they missed out on re-signing uh, George Singer. George Singer last year. Uh, they did not re-sign uh, Correa this year. 
they haven't gotten better, and they don't really have any depth. Like I said, they have the 29th ranked uh, farm system. Uh, this might be the last season of the Astros dynasty. And I think that there, it's very questionable that they make the playoffs this year. What do you think of them? Great minds think alike. Mm. I couldn't yeah. have said that any better myself. Um, I completely agree with you. I think this is the end of the Astros dynasty. Um, they didn't do anything to get themselves better. Um, I'm not impressed by their pitching staff, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, yeah, they have Verlander, who we'll see how he does. Um, you know, they got Luis Garcia. Um, but nothing about this team, when I look at their roster and have listened to what they've done, nothing jumps out to me and says they're going to be a dominant force like they have been in the recent past. Yeah. Um, so I can see them losing their division. I can see them missing the playoffs outright, um, especially if, you know, somebody like, the Rangers, for some ungodforeseen reason, come out of nowhere, get hot, and go on a run. Um, yeah. And the Mariners and, and these other teams in the AL. I mean, yeah, I just – I'm ready for the Astros to be done, and I think this could be the end of the run for them. Yeah, and they're they're not going to get any help because the Mariners are going to be better. Um, they've kind of relied really uh, heavily on the other teams in their uh, – Division sucking. The Angels sucked. Uh, the Seattle Mariners sucked. The Athletics were pretty, uh, pretty uh, hard on them. But I mean, there wasn't really much competition. So uh, this year, with the Angels getting better and the Mariners getting better, they're gonna. They're and even the Rangers. They're like you said. They're they're gonna be in for some hard times uh, this year. Uh, they may trade for some guys, and we may be saying that the in the middle of the season, we're idiots. They might be the best team uh, ever. Uh, but, yeah, so interesting. I'm sure we're uh, going to do a midseason. We're probably going to do a midseason show, right? So I'm sure we can have a totally different story come midseason. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> we're probably going to be looking at these, and the Orioles are going to have the best record in baseball, and we're going to be, like, the biggest idiots. And anyways, What were we thinking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyways number four the new york yankees uh 2021 they had a 92 and 70 record and are projected to have a 90 and 72 record um they add josh donaldson isaiah kiner falefa ben rortvet tim lacastro they lose Gio urshela gary sanchez tyler wade luke voigt um they have the 13th ranked farm system uh, Anthony Volpe, uh, shortstop, uh, supposed to be coming out next year. Uh, Jason Dominguez, I think, might be ready this year. Uh, players to watch, Nestor Cortez, Giancarlo Stanton, Josh Donaldson. Um, jo- uh, Nestor Cortez had a really sneaky good uh, season for them last year. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton, John, uh, Josh Donaldson, they need to stay healthy in order for the Yankees to be uh, contender in the East. And there, it, it, it is that simple uh, as that. Uh, they're making odd moves, though. Uh, they didn't get worse, only a tiny bit better. Uh, if the players can stay healthy throughout the year, uh, then they could be a great team, uh, even though history has proven they can't stay healthy. 
uh, it's going to be really hard uh, to be uh, to keep up with the rest of the AL East. Um, hopefully they do well this season because the league is better with them doing well. Um, yeah, I agree with that last statement 100%. When the Yankees are good, baseball gets more press. Um, and let's be honest, the MLB needs all the good press they can get this year. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the Yankees are going to do what the Yankees do. Um, they are perennially, you know, in it. Um, it helps they got money to spend. Um, but, yeah, with Rizzo, Judge, Stanton, Donaldson, yeah, if these guys stay healthy, the Yankees could be a terror just like they typically are, at least they were in the 90s. Um, and obviously they've had good seasons since the 90s and early 2000s when Junior was there. But uh, this team, again, the pitching staff is is good. They're solid. Um, they've got solid reliefs. I mean, Chapman's still up there. I don't think he throws the fire that he used to, but he still throws a great ball. Um, mm. My interesting point on them that we didn't bring up is the uh, DJ LeMahieu mm. character because he plays all over. Um, so even though he's not like listed as one of their starters come opening day, um, I think we're going to see a lot of him and uh, see what he ends up doing throughout the season. Yeah, they need they he needs to have a bounce back year if he can be the DJ LeMahieu from. 2020, 2019, uh, MVP caliber, they, they'll be in really good hands. Uh, I think right now they're trying to change, uh, trade their, uh, what is the second baseman's name? Uh, Torres. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Glaber yeah, Torres. Yeah. Glaber. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. So moving on number three, the blue Jays. 2021, they had a 91 and 71 uh, record, just missed the playoffs, uh, and are projected to have a 92 and 70 2022. Uh, they add Kevin Gosling, Matt Chapman, Jose Kikuchi, Raymel uh, Tapia, Yimmy Garcia. They lost Marcus Simeon, Randall Gritchuk, Robbie Ray. Uh, they have the 21st ranked farm system uh, with Gabriel Moreno. Marino. Uh, as the number seven on the top 100 prospects. Um, players to watch, uh, Jose Barrios, uh, Alec Manoa, who had a really uh, underrated uh, season last year too, starting pitcher. Uh, Nate Pearson, Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez. Uh, Bo Bichette and Teoscar Hernandez, very underrated players in my opinion. Uh, George Springer. George Springer needs to stay healthy. Uh and he's going to be a difference maker, in my opinion. Uh, the Blue Jays had one of the biggest uh, off season. Uh, they strengthened their team in a huge way. If George Springer, yeah, like I said, George, if George, uh, George Springer stays healthy in 2022, uh, then this team will win the division. I don't have as much of a fear for them as I do the Mets, um, but I don't, I don't see them as World Series favorites, though. Uh, what do you think of them? Man, um, so I think you and I are going to differ a little bit on this one. I think these guys are they're going to win the East. Um, I think they're going to cause a lot of ruckus in the league. Um, I mean, really, can you say much more than Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? I mean, yeah, yeah. The he's... dude is a freaking beast. And yeah. then they got Jose Barrios um, leading the rotation. I mean, he's just – this team to me is going to be – 
this is the team I'm expecting to come and play ball this year and, and be a force to be reckoned with. I'm saying 95 plus wins. Um, as long as everybody stays healthy. I mean, again, I think we've said this about every single team that we've talked about, or at least most of the teams, health is going to be a big thing. Um, with the shortened spring training, um, not being able to get all your pitchers stretched out, I'm worried about pitchers staying healthy, um, elbows and shoulders, things of that nature. Uh, I mean, I expect 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 position players in the offseason, even when they're not with the team, to stay in shape and, and get healthy and stay healthy. So I'm not as concerned there. Um, Springer being staying healthy is huge, but Vladimir Guerrero, the team loves him. The fans love him. The players love him. Um, he's what yeah. they are building this franchise around. If he's on the go, I think the rest of the team follows suit. Um, and again, like I said, Jose Barrios, man, the dude is just money. So I, I'm, I'm expecting great things out of Toronto this year, to be honest with you. I mean, yeah. I'm expecting great things out of Toronto. Yeah, they're, I think they're going to be a really good team. I just, I, I saw some people were saying that the Blue Jays were favorites, and I think just with the the lack of playoff experience like the Mets have, uh, I think it's just going to hurt them. I mean, not really hurt them, but it's just going to knock them down. But next year, I mean, they might they might be World Series contenders. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Okay, must have not been that important. Oh, uh, that point on uh, Vladdy Jr. He uh, so last uh, year he dropped a whole bunch of weight and he even apologized to his teammates. Um, and he was like, listen, I wasn't in the best shape uh, that I could have been uh, last year. And, and then uh, this year he dropped even more weight. Uh, so he's taken this really seriously. And I think he really wants that MVP. And I think he really wants to win. I think his dad, uh, kind of regrets not winning a World Series, but uh, anyways, moving on. The Braves, number two, uh, 2021 World Series champions. Uh, 2021, they had an 88 and 73 record and are projected to have a 93 and 69 uh, 2022 record. Uh, 27th ranked farm system. Uh, they add Kenley Jansen, Colin McHugh, Tyler Thornburg, Thornburg. Uh, Kirby Yates, Matt Olson, Manny Pena. Um, they lost World Series MVP Jorge Soler, Freddie Freeman, Jesse uh, Chavez, Jock Peterson. Players to watch, Mike Sroka uh, coming off an injury, should be good to go. If he's the ace like he was in 2019, he's going to be Cy Young. Uh, hey, Oscar Yunoa, uh, uh, very good uh, pitcher. Uh, stupid though. Um, he injured himself while playing a video game. He slammed the controller on the desk and uh, broke his finger. <laughs> I haven't heard that yet. I heard he was hurt. I didn't know how he did it. <laughs> uh, it was so. I heard that. I almost. Uh, uh, yeah, anyways. Uh, Austin Riley, Eddie Rosario, uh, Colin McHugh. Colin McHugh is a very underrated uh, reliever, too. And Matt Olson probably the most underrated uh, first baseman, but I'll get into that in a second. Uh, the Braves had a very successful offseason. Uh, the biggest acquisition was obtaining Matt Olson to replace Freddie Freeman. Uh, they bolster their already amazing bullpen with Kenley Jansen and Colin Q. Uh, they're getting Acuna, uh, Acuna and a Soroka back this year, and they are itching to get back to the World Series again. 
Uh, also losing Freeman was a big blow to the organization, organization and the fan base. Uh, it sounds to me like there was some miscommunication between the two sides, which led to the two parting ways, but uh, they turned around and traded for not just any first baseman. They go out and get probably the best first baseman in the game in Matt Olson. I'm going to compare their stats right now. And just, I mean, it, this is just amazing. Freddie Freeman played 159 games this season or last season. And Olson played 156. Uh, Freddie Freeman had 31 home runs uh, while Olson had 39. Uh Freeman had 83 RBIs. Uh, Olsen had 111. Freeman had a 300 batting average. Olsen had a 271. Uh, Freeman, 393 uh, uh, on-base percentage. Uh, Olsen had a 372 on-base percentage. Uh, Freeman had a 503 slugging. Olsen had a 540 slugging. Freeman had an 8, 896 OPS. Uh, Olsen had a 911 OPS. Uh, Freeman had a 133 OPS. Uh, Olsen had an OPS plus of. He's younger. Or, uh, they got a younger replacement, Freeman. Uh, Freeman is 31 and Olsen is 27. They get someone who could actually be better than Freeman. Um, I'm excited for this team. And Olsen is a homegrown uh, Braves fan. So, what do you Yeah, think? I'm excited for Olsen. Um, I think the Braves are going to be good. Um, I think they'll win the East. Yeah. Do I think they're going to repeat this year? Uh, we're going to leave that one up for debate. We can talk about that in our midseason review. They're, they're a threat. Um, they definitely are a threat. Uh, you know, if Acuna, if Acuna comes back normal, you know, back to the premier player he was, and Soroka comes back like he was before, this team's going to be a tough out. Great lineup, great power, good team camaraderie. Uh, I think the pressure pressure is really on Olsen, growing up a Braves fan, and then coming in and trying to fill the shoes of Freddie Freeman. Yeah, we know he can do it offensively. Um, defensively, I don't know much about the guy. I'm assuming he's a pretty good defensive player as well. Uh, but winning the fan base over in Atlanta is going to be important. Um, we know Atlanta's got a very strong fan base. Uh, they love their players. Freeman was obviously a fan favorite. Um, if Olsen comes out and plays ball, then I think they're going to be just fine, and they're going to be a uh, definitely in the playoffs and a, a tough out of the playoffs, and they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, they're they're good. I And are projected to have a 94 and 68 2022. Uh, they add Freddie Freeman, Andrew Heaney, Neil Hudson, Craig Kimbrell. They lose Kenley Jansen, Max Scherzer, AJ Pollock, Corey Knebel, Matt Beatty. Uh, they have the fifth ranked farm system. Um, players to watch Max Muncie, uh, Trey Turner. 
Hotline, Will Smith. Will Smith is a very underrated player on that team, uh, but a very uh, Trey Turner uh, finally is getting the recognition he deserves. Um, I think he's he's the best uh, shortstop in the game. Uh, Max Muncie is another great player. Uh, uh, view of the plate, uh, not as good, not as good as a. Uh, right? um, he he was almost MVP last year, but just missed out because Bryce Harper. Um, the Dodgers are back on top once again. They've been the favorites to win the World Series for years now. Uh, somehow against all odds, uh, they seem to always get better and add a popular pe- player. It's hard to get them in the World Series uh, every year, and you're being knocked out. Um, um, they somehow always are able to choke, though. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, right now, they're kind of viewed as a laughing stock for the MLB. Uh, uh, once you like them, other fans, and they spend hundreds of millions of dollars superstar, uh, on a superstar team uh, that doesn't win a World Series. But the fact is that they choke. Um, I hope they do well this season for them. Uh, my hot sports opinion on this is uh, Dave Roberts this year if they do not win. Um, what do you think of that? Okay, so I completely agree with your last statement. If they don't win the World Series, his career is gone. Um, yes, they have the most staff lineup in MLB this year. Um, on paper, they should blow everybody out of the water. They should have 115 plus wins. Um, there's no reason this team should not dominate the division and then walk through the playoffs without issue. Um, Clayton Kershaw for me is a bit of a, I'm not sure what's going to happen with him. Um, we don't know if he's ever going to be what he was before. Um, this, the pickup that they make, made that doesn't make much sense to me, and I might get crucified for this, but the Kimbrell pickup. Kimbrell yeah. was he was a shutdown guy for the Cubs at the beginning of the year last year. Then he gets traded, and he's like a totally different player. Yeah, Like, he just was not – you know, he went to the other side of the, of the city, and he wasn't the same player he was in Chicago in, with the Cubs. So – you know, I'm a I'm I'm a little baffled by that. I don't know if they did it just to do it, um, but Andrew Haney's a good pickup for them. Uh, they're going to be ridiculous. Um, being a St. Louis guy, I don't like the Dodgers. Being yeah. the fact that the Rams just won the Super Bowl, I really don't want to see the Dodgers win the World Series um, for reasons we can get into later if you want to. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's interesting that they they got David Price out there in the bullpen. Um, this team is just going to be ridiculous, and everybody who beats them, I'm just going to enjoy it every time they lose. But they're, they're stacked; they should they should walk through everybody. Um, they are the reason why I want to say that Atlanta is not a lock to go to the World Series. Mm. But like you said, the Dodgers have a history of choking every year somewhere along the line. Uh, they won what the uh, the COVID World Series? Yeah, sixty games. Yeah, yeah. 
they won that. That's you know I don't give them credit for that. So uh, yeah. yeah, but they are on paper. They are they are the big mamma jamma this year, and um, they're going to be a they're going to be a really good team. Very interesting to watch. A lot of fun to watch for sure. We'll we'll see what happens though. I mean they they better dominate it. They're letting everybody know. Yeah, they, yeah, they. You uh, mentioned that Craig Kimbrell trade, and yeah, they trade AJ Pollock for Craig Kimbrell. I think three days ago, and yeah, you know, yeah, he started off with the Cubs really well, uh, doing really well, and um, and then uh, goes to the White Sox, kind of shits the bed, and he that's kind of been his his mo for the last. Years that we've seen him, he does really well with Atlanta, and then he does really good with Boston, and then Boston then gets signed Cubs and sucks with the Cubs, and then has a really good year, and then has a really bad year. Uh, it's just a really. I, I think uh, the way that the Dodgers work their players and their uh, pitcher could probably be straightened out and be a great player uh, again. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the way it is with the Dodgers. Um, but yeah, that's all our play, uh, team about, uh, next episode, we'll talk about the, um, we'll talk about our, uh, our idea, uh, what are, we think, uh, we're going to predict what our, uh, season going to hold rookie of the year MVP type stuff maybe not that stuff but we're going to do some predictions uh, uh, any uh, parting words you want to say to the fans the uh, screaming, screaming adoring fans well I just want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in um, this is our first go around together um, this is my first time ever doing a podcast so sorry if I was a uh, not the most fluid I could have been. I'll work on it as we go through these. Um, I'm looking for a good season. Um, hopefully we can get off on a good start and we can have a really great baseball season. And uh, hopefully we'll bring you guys some insight or at least some controversial topics that you want to argue with us about. And uh, let's just have a good time with this. I'm looking to have a lot of fun doing this. Um, love baseball, love the game, and looking forward to a great season. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ditto, basically. Uh, hope we get better at go on and goes on and we uh bring you enjoyment uh we will definitely not be doing two hour shows every uh week it's a lot of work and i about killed about 15 trees with all my notes i had uh but anyways guys goodbye thanks bye-bye oh thank you